<laughs> You're now listening to the Inside Out Podcast with Jimmy Hunt. Get it. Welcome to Inside Out with Jimmy Hunt. My job is simple. To improve my mental fitness through any means possible and deconstruct what works, what doesn't, and what I think may be able to help you become mentally fitter. And quite often it leads me to some pretty interesting people, places, and stories. And today, we've got some interesting stories for you. Interesting question to start with, really. You know, just tackling the, <laughs> the big ones. It is really the ultimate question. The one we ponder when we're sitting alone and having those small existential crises. The question that brings equal parts wonder and terror to our feeble little human minds. Why are we here? What is the point of it all? What is the meaning of life? And what does this have to do with mental fitness? Well, firstly, existential crises are obviously not good for us. But also, if we can have a solid answer to this question, it is a lot easier to create purpose in our lives. And purpose is a massive component to our mental fitness. So, what is the meaning of life? Well, first up, before we get to answering the big question, we need to clarify the big question. And we can start with, what is meaning? Because as humans, we are basically meaning machines. We are constantly trying to attach meaning to every single little thing in our lives. My favorite band in the world that is currently still together is a band called Enter Shikari. And you don't need to look them up. There's a 99% chance that they're not your cup of tea. But Rue Reynolds, who's the lead singer and uh, musical visionary of the band, is actually quite the little philosopher with his lyrics. And a couple of my favorites are, I am currently under construction. Thank you for your patience. And we are the dust on the stained glass window, trying to comprehend the cathedral. But he also wrote, and for this purpose, it's common for people to believe that everything happens for a reason. I'm sorry that's false. And it's poison. And I'm with him on that. I don't think that everything happens for a reason. I think that everything that happens is a lesson. But that's a little different. But not everything has meaning. Some things just are. And my favorite philosophy, which I've talked about a bit, a bit, uh, a bit here, is Taoism. And it can be oversimplified into about three words. The understanding that everything, it just is. Your wife cleans up after you. It must mean she loves you. You got a promotion. You must be amazing at your job. Well, my wife cleans up after me, mainly because she detests living with any sort of mess. Not because she loves me. You may have got a pr promotion, but it doesn't necessarily mean you are amazing at your job. Maybe there was just no one else to do it. And so you got it by default. Meaning is the association that we draw between two experiences or events in our minds. X happens, then Y happens. So we assume that means that X causes Y. But that's not always the case. We don't actually know what causes these events. Our brains invent meaning so that we can try to explain all the crazy shit that goes on in the world to ourselves. It helps us predict and control our lives. But let's get brutally honest with it. Meaning 
is an arbitrary mental construct. A hundred people can experience the exact same thing and draw a hundred completely different meanings from that event. That's why eyewitnesses are so unreliable in court. And that's why we have different opinions to everyone else around us. The author Mark Manson said, meaning is nature's tool for motivation. I love that. Because without meaning, we end up doing nothing. Sitting in our own dark little bedrooms complaining about irrelevant shit. Meaning is how evolution made sure we got shit done. Meaning drives all of our actions. When there is great meaning attached to something, like our child is sick or starving, we will go to insane lengths to make things right. And people, people will often even go as far as giving up their lives for some grand sense of meaning. Check out religion, <laughs> every war ever. Meaning is that effective at moving people. But meaning is something we must cultivate in our lives. And as I said before, meaning is an arbitrary mental construct. So we can actually construct meaning for our own benefit. Meaning is not some cosmic universal truth waiting to be discovered. It is not some grand eureka moment that will change our lives forever. Meaning requires action. Meaning is something that we must continually find and nurture consistently. So, now that we understand meaning, what's the meaning of life? Well, to me, the meaning of life is, drumroll please, to construct meaning. So how do we construct meaning? Well, a good place to start is to try and find your why. Nietzsche said, he who has a why to live for can bear almost any how. Why are you here on this planet? To pay taxes and die? Finding your why is a really important step to finding meaning. And my why is simple. My why is to serve others. I want to relieve suffering in others. I want to make people happier and healthier. I hate writing. But I bear it in order to fulfill my why. I don't like having less money but I bear it so that I can help people for free because that's my why. I derive meaning by helping others. It gives me purpose, gives me a reason to wake up in the morning. In fact, in others is a really good place to look for your why. There are people who work menial jobs 50 hours a week who are completely fulfilled filled and chock full of meaning because they are doing that job to provide for their family. That is their why. Others can be your child or your partner. It doesn't have to be as selfless as a random on the street. Our mental fitness is deeply tied to the quality of our relationships. Helping others is the best way to increase the quality of our relationships. To find your why, to find meaning, it is important to identify your core values. And your core values are those things that are really important and meaningful to you. They are the characteristics and behaviors that motivate you and guide your decisions. When the way you behave, matches your values, life feels 
full of meaning and purpose. And when these two don't align, you're likely to feel dissatisfied with life. This is why it is so important to identify your values. Your values are influenced by your life experiences and are therefore unique to you. Here are some examples of some core values. Authenticity, achievement, authority, balance, friendships, faith, happiness, influence, knowledge, loyalty, love, blah, 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 blah. There's a whole lot of them. There are lists of these all over the internet. Just Google core values if you want to go check them out. Get a list. Go through it and identify any of the values that resonate with you strongly. And once you have chosen those, then rate them in order of current importance to you. And you can rate them like zero, as in they're kind of important to you. One, they are quite important to you. And two, they are very important to you. Pick the ones that you've rated as very important and take a minute to write out a sentence or two about how you would like to live your life associated with these values. Let's say you chose like work, career as a, um, as a core value. You can write out, I want to fully apply myself at work and contribute my best. Maybe health, physical self-care is one of your core values. You can write down, I want to live life with full vitality and energy every day. Maybe intimate relationships are yours. I would like to be a kind and caring partner. I would like to say supportive things to my partner when they're feeling down. And I would like to do things for them that will help make their life a little easier. I would also like to act as if I am worthwhile in relationships by asking for the things I need. Those are just some examples. And when you've identified your why and then put intentions to that why, it's a lot easier to understand if the decisions you are making every day are creating meaning in your life. If you regularly check in on these, you'll never stray too far away from your purpose and meaning. So there it is, my friends. My meaning of life to construct meaning. I don't claim to have a monopoly on the meaning of life, though. The other day, I put it on my Insta story, and I asked for people's meaning of life, what they thought was the meaning of life. And I got a whole host of answers. Um, Some of them varied, but a lot of them very, very similar. I guess probably the most popular, the main one that came through was to love and be love. And that was quoted directly a bunch of times, to love and be loved. And a bunch more people just said to love. So they're obviously not as concerned about being loved in return. I'm going to go through a few of these and talk about them. And luckily, I have someone to chat to today, and it's my wife, Libby Grace. Hi, Libby. Hi, Jimmy Hunt. The meaning of life, to love and be loved. I like that. Yeah. I mean, when you break down, I guess, the major religions, the major philosophies, they all based around love at their core, um, do unto others. So to be loved is um, obviously a beautiful thing to be loved. And then also to love is so selfless and outward towards others, which is beautiful. So I'm not really going to argue with those people. If, that, if that's the meaning of life to them, I think it's a, it's a pretty, sweet, pretty sweet idea. A few people commented that the meaning of life to them was to grow and to learn, to have forward movement. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I Yep, I have agreement with that. To evolve, to, to, yeah, I think, what did you say? To learn and to grow? To learn and to grow and yeah. to have forward movement. Have those experiences that help you grow and be better and be, be more love. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's just it. Well, I mean, there, you've got to put in what, what that means to mm. you, right? To grow and to evolve. 
And I think to me, previously, that was definitely one of my meanings of life was to grow and to evolve. Mm -hmm. That if we moved forward, as my friend Will Fleming said, to have forward movement, you know, to move forward, I think just that progress shows you becoming a better human. Yeah. You know, I think that's, that's a lovely meaning to be better today than you were yesterday. And to have that resonance be, whether or not it's outwardly acknowledged by other people, but that you have people in your life who feel that about you, that you have evolved into a kinder or more caring or more patient version of who you used to be, whatever that is that looks like for you for yeah. for your growth to have have it reflected back to you. And I think that kind of is tied up in that to love and be loved. It's a symbiotic relationship. When you love more and more deeply and more fully, you receive that also in the same way. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. There's um, another one that came through quite a lot, which was to experience life. Yeah. And I think that, again, these are just very short answers to a sticker that was on Instagram. They can't write essays for me in reply. But to experience life is true because I kind of feel that there are a lot of people out there not experiencing life. (laughs) You know what I mean? They're, well, they're, they're, they're having a life. A life, yeah. Yeah, they're having a life and it's an experience to them, but they are not quite understanding the full spectrum of experience, um, mainly because they're a little caught up in the fight, fight, freeze, sympathetic nervous system that, you know, existence quite often puts on people, you know, like. The cool, well, the the privilege to be able to answer this question means that you are not in a constant fight, flight, freeze state. I think there's a lot of people out there who aren't aware that it's available to have a different experience to what they're having because of their circumstance or whatever it is that they believe about themselves or believe to be, you know, why they get up in the morning. There's a lot of people living an experience that is repetitive, mundane, but it's what they've got. And that, yeah. and, and dictated to them. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of, um, oh, that couldn't, I couldn't possibly do anything different. I couldn't possibly break out of this. What would I do? Where would I go? How is that? Until I can feel it and see it, I don't know how it would yeah. look. So I'm too scared to even entertain the idea. Yeah. I wrote a passage uh, in my new book, people, uh, today about the great unknown, mm-hmm. uh, which is, also happens to be the title of uh, Enter Shikari's song. Um, oh but <laughs> If you're listening to this, Enter Shikari, band ma- mates, please. This man is your yeah, I want to have Ro on the podcast. Band. I do want to have please Ro on the podcast. Please come on our podcast. But, um, make all his little dreams come yeah, true. Yeah, but I had, uh, I, had the, I had the name of the chapter before the song came out, so... Uh, Such a fanboy. They they copied me. Um, But the understanding that all of possibility lies in the unknown. Mm -hmm. That is where where all possibility lies. And yet we really (laughs) try to do the opposite. We try to hold on to the known at all possible times. Because the no one is safe. Even if the no one is not nice, mm-hmm. the it's, no one is safe to yeah. us. Well, it's not. It's yeah. comfortable. Exactly. It might be uncomfortable, but it kind of almost sometimes the discomfort feels like home. Yeah. And so in order to experience life as this person has answered, you must be really at peace with the unknown because that's where all experience actually lies. Yeah. Uh, another person quoted um, one of my favorite comedians, uh, Jimmy Carr. Hmm. I don't know when or why Jimmy Carr was asked the question, what is the meaning of life? But he simply answered, to enjoy the passage of time. <laughs> That's a Jimmy Carr thing to say. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, time is such a, 
mindfuck of a construct, as in, you know, we see it as very linear, quantum mechanics sees it as all happening at the same time. Like it's all, it's all over the place. It's but hectic. Yeah, it's, an, it's, it's a crazy whole concept. But the passage of time is something that we're not very good at being able to put perspective on. You know, a lot of us will go, oh, it's my 40th birthday. Fuck, where did the last 30 years go? Mm-hmm. Like we don't, we don't, we don't quite under, understand long passages of time. And so to enjoy those passages of time is actually quite a skill yeah. to acquire. I think as well that kind of comes with um, learning how to be in every moment, yeah. which obviously comes from doing a lot of work on meditation, mindfulness, whatever. I mean, I'm enjoying it right now. I'm enjoying this experience for what it is. Yeah. And there's that whole I love looking back and going, oh, my God, remember when and realizing that so much time has passed between then and look how far I've come or look yeah. at what's happened in between and just marveling yeah. at the life experiences I've been fortunate enough to have. That was one of my favorite quotes that you know I've written and said, which is, um, if you haven't seen me in the last 12 months, you don't know me. My change game is strong. I was going to actually talk about that when, you, when we're talking about uh, growth mm-hmm. and evolution and learning. But it also also works in your construct there around looking back at mm. time is like that derives happiness mm. to be able to look back and see how far you've come. Yeah. And that is an enjoyment in itself. Yeah, I think in terms of enjoying the passage of time, for me, it says two things. It says enjoy the passage of time as in the passing of time as you're doing it. Enjoy your moments. Yeah. But also enjoy memories. That's why we have memories that for reflection and for and for pondering and for and for just remembering feelings and smells and occasions. And I love that. I love a good walk down memory lane. Yeah. And uh, another one in the same vein was uh, someone said to move some atoms around and have some fun. Was that Sam Vernon by any chance? I don't know. But um, all we are is atoms. Mm. We, we're very loosely packed atoms. 99.9% of our form does not exist in an empty space. space. <laughs> yeah. um, we're just moving some atoms around, and once we're gone, those atoms are still there, and they're just going to go into a different form. And so we might as well have some fun, which – Brings me on to really one of the things I wanted to chat about today. And this one here is for all the Libby Grace fans out there, which I'm fucking sick of hearing from you. So stop of it. Yes, yes, <laughs> we all love all. Libby. <laughs> um, but I encourage my wife to share a story today because she has discovered the meaning of life. Oh. And it's for her. Um as it is for me, because yeah. I'm very envious of your uh, your purpose and your meaning for being yeah. on the planet. I've always envied that because it's so strong in you. You're so solid and aware of what you're meant to be doing while you're here. Correct. And I've never had that. And I have for years been searching for my purpose searching hard, like a, like it's yeah. a nine to five job, like what is my purpose? What is my meaning? What am I doing here? What am I meant to be doing here? And I've put so much effort into that. It was killing me. Yeah, It was hard. That's one of the things you, you were actually searching too hard. Far too hard because I knew that there was something greater than what I'd already been doing. I believed that blindly. I just have this overwhelming uh, I guess faith's the right word, that there's something more, right? There's a bigger purpose for me to be here. It can't just be for whatever it is I've been doing because that's not what I see for myself. I, I see much more potential than that. So I was striving and striving and searching and wanting and uh, driving myself crazy to find my purpose and I've never found it and I still haven't found it and I don't know if I'll ever find it and I've realized that for me, there doesn't need to be a purpose. My life doesn't have to have a deeper meaning. And that's been a huge, huge transition for me to come around from what is my purpose? I'm, I'm, you know, vibrating with love all the time so I can find this higher purpose and be this whatever it is. 
And giving that away has been the most liberating thing I've done. Um, and yeah, it kind of all dropped in earlier this year when um, I can't even remember. I can't remember when it was, but maybe January. I think it was January, late January maybe. I'd had a year the year before. We all had. We all went through a global pandemic. We know how that was. But stuff was really murky and mucky within me. And I had, I had a time and it was very, very difficult. And we live in an area of the world where we can have, we have access to quite readily and quite cheaply, um, well, magic mushrooms. Psilocybin. Psilocybin, shrooms. So we've had, we have friends who grow these or, you know, I have um, contacts who grow really, I don't know, nice varieties, whatever it is, and are very, very educated on what to take and when to take it. Pharmaceutical grade. Yeah, and how to do it because we didn't want to just go into the forest and, and get like whacked off our brains and like dance with the fairies. That wasn't what it was about for for me, for sure. I really was not drawn to mushrooms at all. It was never something I wanted to do. I saw other people around me do it. I was like, that's not for me. I'm not interested. And then suddenly I want to do them. I think this is going to help me with something. And so I took a dose of whatever it was. Well, just to clarify, we are not recommending psychedelics <laughs> wherever, wherever you live because uh, they might not be legal wherever you live, New Zealand, for example. However. Um, but they are legal in other places. And if you are interested, you should definitely go look at the Johns Hopkins research that I've done about the last 10 years of research on psychedelics and the efficacy rate in reducing so many things is is massive. But um, when Libby had her dose, she had what was regarded as a heroic dose, which is five grams of psilocybin. And there's a Johns Hopkins has a playlist on Spotify that helps lead it. And she had a trip sitter slash me who stayed with her and watched her and helped her through the experience. Mm. And it was, it's a long story and it was, there was a lot that went on. Huge amounts of really, really, really deep um, internal work that I think would have taken 10 years of talk therapy or yeah. any kind of, th- it really helped me. Look, I'm just, I'm only speaking from my experience. And like Jimmy said, I don't, I'm not going out saying everyone should do this, but this is what happened for me. And I am super grateful for the the opportunity. I'm super grateful. It cleared grateful. a lot of your trauma it from cleared, your childhood. It cleared so much trauma in one. How I think it was a five or six hours of yeah, it's eight stuff. hours all up. It was kind of it was kind of traumatic in the in a body sense. It was yeah. there was a lot going on. Regardless, um, I had some stuff drop in around purpose and meaning and what is the meaning of life. And I ended up. I'll I'll briefly touch on what it was like for me. I had an out-of-body experience in terms of there were two entities who were me but were outside of me, if that makes sense. And one was loving and kind and sweet and the other one was a little bit mischievous, was trying to kill me, thought it was funny to see if it could stop me breathing and, you know, all these, this weird stuff. It was very, very weird. Which is why you should always have a trypsida. So I had these two very polar opposite entities, which I've, you know, since realized, and I guess I realized at the time were actually the two sides of myself, the dark and the light. And, but both of them were speaking as if I, and I was, I was speaking, it was coming out of, my voice was coming out as in the third person. So I was talking about Libby the whole time that I was tripping. I was talking about Libby. I wasn't being Libby. One of the things that I went into the, I call it a shroom zoom. I like to give things cute names. Um, so as I went into the shroom zoom, I wanted to find my purpose. I was asking for whatever they wanted to show me, whatever, whatever. But really, I was there to find the meaning of life for me. Yeah. What was my and purpose? intention is very key um, in any of these experiences. Mm. And I knew what I wanted to get out, out of it. What I wanted to get out of it was not what I got out of it. Because both of these entities, the, the light and the dark, basically just told me that the meaning of life or that the reason we're all here is, in their words, we're here for the lols. We are here for the lols. Was, that, was, that was what was told to me. We're not here for any meaning. There is no meaning. 
There's no meaning to life. We're just, just here to have here fun. for the lols. We're here for the lols. Literally those words. And I was like, that's okay. It's an epiphany. It was an epiphany. And when oh, I had yeah. it, I just cracked up laughing because I thought, oh my God, here I am taking this hero dose of shrooms to find purpose. And I'm literally being told in the first five minutes, we're just here for the lols, actually. There is no meaning to life. Lol. And that was just, I was blown away. I was like, you've got to be kidding. I was really saddened by that. It released you though. It did, but it also made me think, oh God, why, what am I doing here? If this is all just a joke, is this a, we're all in a cosmic joke. Yeah. What's the point? What am I looking for? But yes, like you said, it then yeah. released me from that having we're to find to purpose. We're here to construct meaning, I, which is what I was saying uh, right, in my whole talk. Right. And so for me, I ended up, I don't know how I did it, but I've opened up my notes on my phone because during this Zoom, I... um. I wrote some of the notes in there for you on your phone. No, these are all me. These are all me. I think you wrote some on your phone early on. But I wrote, I don't know how I typed, but I did. And um, one of the, okay, I'll read what they, what they, in inverted commas, wrote. Uh, We're so enlightened, lol. This is like (laughs) verbatim. (laughs) We're making you type messages to yourself for later. So you can read them for any kind of insight, but actually we're just being real dicks and writing <laughs> lol a lot because you think it's cute. <laughs> this is like the deep shit from the universe, guys. And then later on in the experience, um, I, yeah, I kept saying, oh my God, this is so deep, but it actually means nothing lol. Like it was just this yeah. whole back and forth and back and forth. I, I laughed and laughed and laughed and cried and cried and cried. Um, but then one of the notes that they wrote was the deepness, the deepness is the human part of trying to make sense of the fact that we're all just here to have fun, AKA it's for the lols. Stop trying to find meaning. This is so meta lol, ironic lol. (laughs) I can't even make this stuff up. Like they were having so much fun. It was like these two little pixies typing into my phone going, lol is really funny. She's going to think this is so funny that we're saying lol and make it real cute, but there's no meaning. And she's going to look and see if there's meaning in this. And she's going to try and find a deep meaning, but haha, we're just here for the lols. And so absolutely released me of trying to find my purpose. You had a, find- but you had, it was more than just trying to find your purpose. You've had a very serious life. It, they told me to just chill out. Yeah. They just said to me, like, just relax, enjoy your life. It was, it was like I have been mocking people who have live, laugh, love signs. Yeah. And I remember in this trip saying out loud, oh, my God, they were right all along. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they live. Those- Laugh and love. Those Pinterest people are, oh my God, I can't Karen believe was right. Like we're all, that all, that was spot on. Like that's absolutely unbelievable. That's the truth. That's the meaning of life. Live, yeah. laugh, love. And <laughs> it's not, it's not that difficult. Like it's really. We, we haven't talked about it that way. That's, it's just, it was, it's. It's brilliant. It's unbelievable what came to me. It was like, oh, okay. I've been mocking people who have that in their house for forever. All right. We're buying a sign. <laughs> we have to hand paint it on some whitewashed wood, though. Like yeah, it's got to exactly. be that whole country vibe. But yeah, look, it's in another part of our Everton deep meta from Libby to Libby. I really love you. That's the entire thing. Have fun, laugh, and that's it. Like these are notes from this this very outside of my body experience of sitting with the universe. I mean, look, if you've never done this kind of thing before. You see how the universe is made. You see how time works. You see these things that you go, oh, I understand how the world is. Like I, I get it. I get, I get that we're all built from love. I understand mm. how love actually connects us all. And I'm not talking about love as a feeling. I'm talking about the love construct of the universe of, as a vibration is love. Like we all default back to that. And that's been really, really fascinating for me because Early on in the in the Zoom, I'm thinking, oh, this is amazing. This is where art gets created. This is what why people do this to create films and hmm. and art and poetry and music. And this is that beautiful, beautiful stuff. And then I went down and did the deep work and found out that we're all just here for the lols. And so hmm. now 
That's my new mantra. What's in life. Our, it's turned into it's a, a motto of ours. It's a password you know? for a lot of my stuff. Yeah, if you want to break into Libby's shit. <laughs> it's for, for the, the lols. <laughs> like, that's why we don't say that. <laughs> but it's, it kind of has opened me up to understanding that. I've always been super serious. I've had a, I have had a serious life. I've had some really big stuff happen, but being able to look at that now and just go that that isn't that's the human experience and now I just get to live my life. I I find the lols now and I if I find myself getting too serious, I have to just say what we're just here for the lols, like stop stressing out, like yeah. have fun. I've got to have fun. I need to start having more fun. Um and it's just it's such an eye-opening. It has been a, a huge shift in me. I still get serious and well, I still course. get have those human emotions. Yeah. But one thing you you mentioned, I can't remember the exact comment from one of your Instagram followers was that we're here atoms. We're, we're yeah, atoms we're here. just here to move atoms and, and have, have some fun. Have some fun. Okay, so the other thing that I – I've been thinking this for a long time and a friend of ours, um, David Farrier, did a podcast on – basically are we a simulation are we yes, all we are. on the planet as a simulation and i believe that i believe that <laughs> yeah. for a long time that this is a simulation and yeah. i i used to say to jimmy We're in be the like, i'm like my guy my my little whatever is like oh off she goes to get coffee every morning and she yeah does like this. we're the characters in a video game exactly and i yeah. feel like that a lot of the time i'm like this is hilarious like we're i'm sims. my yeah i'm a sim we're all sims right but what i have always thought what I've always believed and what was kind of made a bit clearer to me in this um, shroom zoom I did was that I believe we are souls or energy or whatever you want to call it from other dimensions and we look at planet Earth and we go, we, or maybe we get a, a brochure. This is how I think I described it to you after mm. I was coming out. I said, we get a brochure. And we look through, it's like looking at vacations to Hollywood yeah. or Disneyland or whatever. And they look and go, oh, Earth, I want to do that. That looks wild. Yeah, <laughs> like that's, that a looks, game, that's a game to go and play. I want to go and do that. That looks like they get pain, they get grief, they get heartbreak, they get joy, they get physical pain. Mm. I genuinely believe that we are energy made up of higher, higher, higher and higher vibrations out there in different dimensions who look at a brochure and have, go, oh, you know what? I want to do a turn on earth. I'm going to go for my vacation. I'm going to do that because that looks fun. Yeah. And we come and we have a human experience. We drop into a human form and we have the human experience and all its glory and all its pain and all of its everything to experience it. And what I realized was that I was not experiencing my life. I was a passenger in my life mm. for so long. And now I want to drive my life. I just forgot that um, the person that wrote to experience life, I put a full stop when I um, copied it down, but they actually put to experience life question mark. Oh. Um, because it, was, it was Matilda. She's not you, Maddie. <laughs> oh, Maddie. She's not sure? Like, she's like, I'm not really sure. Is it to experience life? I love that she was wanting validation. Yeah, she's, she's the only you're, one that put a question mark right. at the end. Maddie, you're right. And so, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Maddie. <laughs> That's right. Libby has said you are correct. I mean, it is. I truly believe that. Whether you want to go in that woo train with me and believe what I believe, that's that's beside the point. But what it boils down to for me is experience your life, live your life, live every moment, enjoy every moment, find the joy in every moment, find the lols, like just laugh. Like laugh. What the fuck else are we doing here if we're not having fun? Right. Like why, why? Why would you want to play this game if it, was, if it wasn't fun? It's hard. The levels like, are really hard to get through. Well, that's just it. The levels are hard, but like, if we're not having fun doing the levels, then fucking what's, what's the, the point? point? I mean, that's that's exactly it. I think the happiness factor. Everyone's searching for happy. Everyone's trying to be happy, happy, happy. But it's not about being happy in a state of happy. It's just finding contentment with where you're at, but laughing about it, having other people to share that laughter with. and Or, or it just might be an experience that you laugh at to yourself. But for me, that's become a really important focus is to find the lulls in every situation. And I told this to a girlfriend when I was explaining the, the experience I had because never, she's never done shrooms herself. 
So she wanted to know all about it. And we use it now with each other. It's like, babe, we're just here for the lows. If things get dark and heavy or, you know, for example, one of the things I'm going through personally, which is not deep, it's not really, you know, that big of a deal, but I'm having real trouble playing competitively in tennis, right? I love playing tennis, but I'm not good at the competition stage because I get all worked up and anxious and it's all just a nightmare for me. And you freeze. And I love playing tennis outside of competition. So it's for me, one of the places I'm trying to find the lols is in tennis. It's like, okay, how can I just have fun with this? Does it matter if I win? Who who actually cares? Who actually yeah. cares if I'm not? This is not my profession. No. I need to let that go. I need to just have fun. And when I'm enjoying myself, when I'm having fun. Yeah, you tend I to win more. Play, well, I mean, ironically. Yeah. But I just have a really good, and I walk away from a match going, I loved that. That was great. More of that, please. Yeah. You know, like it, taking out all the expectation, taking out all of the seriousness of life because I spent 40 something years being serious. And now it's time for me to play. Yeah. Uh, there, was a, there was a game I played when I was back in New Zealand recently and um, the guy got real pissed because um, he was losing. And I said to him, bro, um, you do realize that we're playing uh, uh, like a, a B-League <laughs> Thursday night in Otomotai Tauranga. This is a far cry from a Grand Slam, and none <laughs> Chill of this, out. this like like this thing barely even gets recorded. Yeah. Like it, who's going to remember? Like this? no one's really counting the points. Like yeah. who gives a fuck? Why are you letting this make you so fucking angry? And so to the end, people are assigning too much meaning to Correct. meaningless stuff, and that's Correct. I have been in that trap for so long, I have assigned meaning to everything. Because, we are meaning machines. Because we're meaning machines, because we want everything to have a reason. And having my two yin-yang entities laugh at me but because I try to find meaning in every little thing. Mm. And, you know, even to the point where the cats were in the room with me, one of the cats, and I was like, why do we have cats? Like, I'm asking <laughs> these deep questions. Like, oh, my God, I wonder why we have cats. And they're like, these entities are like, Cause they're fluffy and cute. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but what does it mean when my cat does this? They're like, they're fluffy and cute. We like cute things. Yeah. And the whole time it was, we like cute things. Yeah. Humans like things that are cute. And so we're here for the lows. We're here for the cute shit. We're just here to enjoy. And one of the, I don't know where, whether this came from that or just something random afterwards that I was thinking, I was like, we're so lucky to live on earth because we get giraffes. That was right. <laughs> I was so enamored with I giraffes. I am absolutely enamored with the thought that we live and share a planet with giraffes. Have you seen them? They are amazing. They are so cute. <laughs> they are so interesting. They're just like, wow, they blow my mind. And that's where I'm finding joy now. Like, lol, giraffes are quite lol to look at. Yeah, they're a they bit are. weird. They're a bit kooky, but they're super cute. And we love cute things as humans. Yeah. We're just here. Okay. Meaning of life. to me. Let's <laughs> just gloss over that. The meaning of life, according to Libby Grace, is to enjoy cute things, love cute things, and lols. Find lols. We're here for the lols. Can. We are, and it's going on the fridge. On the fridge, I've written previously when I was going through some stuff. Um, my mantra was you are worthy of love. Now that's coming down. I haven't done it. I wish I should have done it ages ago, yeah. but we're here for the love. Yeah, lives. you've worked through that. I have worked you through You are it. worthy of love. Thank Libby you. Grace. As are you, as is everybody listening and everybody not listening to this. But now the mantra for me for the ongoing is we're here for the lows. Like that's it. We're not here. This doesn't, yeah. we're, we're here for such a short time in the yeah. grand scheme of things. And, and just to clarify, it's not nihilistic lols. No. It's, it's, it's not just fuck everything. No, we're no, no. only We're only going out. We only do things that make us laugh. No. You know, stuff like that. You still be- behave like a grown up. You still behave like a grown up, but you just look for the joy in things. Absolutely. And, and basically as fucking cliche as this, don't take life too seriously. Live, laugh, love. Get a plaque, everybody. I dare you to. I Put dare it on you the to. Wall. Whitewashed, whitewashed barn wood. Whitewashed wood and let it do the lettering different in each line. But yes. live, laugh, love. And, yeah. but and in live cursive by on that. an angle. Absolutely. 
absolutely with a love heart over the eye. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, that's the that's the meaning of life. All of the all of the hippies, all of the people with those Pinterest things, they're all right. We are just here for love, to live, laugh, and love, and experience ex- experience a human experience, whatever that looks like. We wanted this. We chose this. This is my belief. We chose to be here for a tiny, tiny period of time as energy in the grand scheme of it. I'm living to 93. On a cosmic scale, we're here for but a blink of the eye. Exactly. So just like suck the juice out of it. Own it, but but find the joy in it. And find the joy in the moments that are not joyful. Like Mm. find that. That's tough. I know that sounds like, oh, it's such a bullshit thing to say. I've heard that from so many people. Like how can you? That's ridiculous. Don't like that. Just don't even say it. But there is joy to be had and that you get to experience human emotion, that you get to experience sadness, sadness, and, grief, whatever. That's yeah. that you're privileged to be able to feel that, right? Yeah. So there's there's lulls to be had everywhere. And if you need a lull, I'm super funny. So anyway, <laughs> see, oh, as, as indicated by your mirth, uh, I'm super funny. I'm su- I'm super fun to hang with, yeah. especially if I've had one beer. I become yeah. extra funny. Yeah. Libby's had one beer tonight. It was a I zero alcohol beer, zero alcohol. but it still set her off anyway. It's That's the placebo effect. She's I'm, the cheapest drunk you'll ever meet. We just give her one beer. Ooh. One and a half is her limit. If she gets through the other half of that <laughs> beer onto two, fucking watch out. She'll probably pass out. Uh, look, I am just here for you all. If you need a lull, let's have a lull together. It, honestly, it's changed my life. I mean, I'm still serious about stuff. I still do have a... You know, an idea, an idea that life is to be lived in a serious way as well. There's things that need to be done, but yeah, we've got to clean the windows today. Yeah, exactly. Like that, you know, that's a thing. But I mean, like cleaning the windows today, fucking shit job. I'm out on a ledge outside, <laughs> outside a couple of floors up. Uh, was like, don't fall off. But like. We had a nice enough time cleaning fucking yeah, windows. Yeah, it was really like, funny. You've got to do serious things, it but was still. really, really funny how when we finished cleaning them, all I can see is the palm print you left as you were like, yeah. as she walked away. I was yeah. like, oh. And I ain't going back to fix it. And it's kind of funny for me. This is what I see. I say that the universe is fucking with me, and it's not. They're just having lols. Like the universe, the, my Sims driver, my Sim driver, whatever their name is, is having a good old chuckle at me to the point where I'm going to tell the gross story about what happened because my mantra... We don't have time anymore. Uh, uh, go ahead, tell your gross story. I'm not going to tell my gross story. You have to cut this <laughs> out. <laughs> You've already started it. Tell your gross story. Okay, my gross story is that being a super, super serious person, putting so much expectation on everything, right? So I did shrooms not long before you left for New Zealand. Correct. And I wanted the last week or so that we had together to be perfect and wonderful because I knew you were going for a long time. All of these plans, all of these expectations, expectations, huge expectations. And this is a lesson that I got handed to me very (laughs) graphically, very, very intensely. The very last day, we went out for a meal with some good friends the night before Jimmy's last day here. And the very last day I had all these things planned. We were going to go do stuff together. And I got the most wretched food poisoning you'll ever get. It was the worst. And to the point where I was lying on the floor in the bathroom with everything. Both ends. Leaking out everywhere. Jimmy walking past the open door and me just like, screaming, you don't look at me. Because like, I'm like, I mean, it doesn't, doesn't bother me at no, all. I'm like, I, I'm me, like, I'll go, like, I'll come in and help you. I was like, do I'll not go, come in here. Like, do not come I in here. absolutely mortified that our final day together for nearly seven months was going to be like this. And I was, I was sick, guys. I was so sick. And so I'm lying on the floor just like, this is cruel. This is the universe fucking with me. This is so unfair. I had all of these expectations. And long story short, the the lesson around that was not having those expectations, yeah. just being here for the moment and, and letting things happen as they're going to happen. Yep. But what I was going to say that my mantra is not live, laugh, love. It's live, laugh, poop. Because that's like, that's what we're here for. Like poop's funny. And so I ended up finding the lull eventually mm. in that situation. So Only should we live poop laugh? Uh, live poop love. Live poop love. No, because you got to laugh. Well, because well, when you said the poop is funny. 
So okay, the right. The laugh. But what's happened is that I've gone from something that whenever ago would have been mortifying, I wouldn't be able to talk about it ever again, is now sometimes when Jimmy was away in New Zealand, I was like, do you remember that time I was lying on the floor covered in poop and like vomiting? <laughs> it's like, lol. Like, so it's become a moment of yeah. I let go of all my expectations. I've learned that lesson and now I have to lol. And now you're all probably lolling at me too, like imagining yeah. me covered in that. Cool. It was fun, guys. But that's that's the lessons there. Like stop taking life so seriously. Stop having such expectations that things need to be perfect. Libby, this is my lessons, but you know, just enjoy the moment and have fun. Live, poop, laugh, lol, love. We, we need to make a sign. And that ladies and gentlemen is the meaning of life. <laughs> poop emoji. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said at the start, when you can understand purpose and understand meaning, that allows us to get into a place where we can create mental fitness in our lives. Because like, just having these epiphanies that you've had, Libby, has made you a happier and healthier person. It's made you be able to put uh, experiences and events into a better perspective to be able to deal with them in a much uh, more effective and efficient manner for everyone involved. And so, yeah, that's the meaning of life, people. Thanks for listening to our stories. We'll be back next week with a relationships episode because we haven't done one of those in a while because everything's been a little bit messed up, but we're back on. We're back on track. We've got this one, relationship, and then another um, another expert interview as well. If you like this, please feel free to share it with a friend because then you'll be giving them the meaning of life. And won't they love you for that? Uh, if you've got any questions or any comments about this, please flick them through to jimmy at jimmyhunt.com. And apart from that, We appreciate you, we love you, and we will see you back again next week. Bye-bye now. That was Inside Out with Jimmy Hunt. See you next time.